Hong Kong, December 1948. Another deep blast reverberated from the ship's horn. The deck vibrated beneath my feet, my toes tingling as the engines grumbled to a stop. Hong Kong Island loomed, like an enormous whale rising into the morning mist. The salty tang of the sea filled my nostrils. Was I doing the right thing? On the water the dark shapes had turned into ships, junks and sampans. I was home, and there'd be no going back now. My wrist touched the metal rail, cold as the Japanese executioner's sword, and my breath caught. A blade glinting in the sun, a streak of silver, shining, silent, deadly. Choking back a sob, I raked my nails across the scabs on my hands, scratching harder and harder until I could bear the pain no more. The clatter of the anchor chain, then the chug-chug of a motorboat, and I leaned over the barrier. Where was Papa? A young man in a navy blue jacket strode up the gangway. Miss Walsley? He swept off his peaked cap. Lieutenant James Stevens, he introduced himself. I'm here to take you ashore. Your father sent me. I forced a brief smile. Lieutenant Stevens was taller than me by a couple of inches, and his bronze-coloured hair had curled in the moisture-laden air. He was patting it down as if he wanted to draw attention to himself. There aren't any liners direct from Sydney. I'm sorry you had to come all the way out to the middle of the harbour, I said. Not a problem. How long were you away? Over three years since September 1945. You were in Hong Kong during the occupation? In the internment camp at Stanley. I've heard about that place, he said, frowning. I flinched. I'd grown up in that place, behind barbed wire, suffering cruelty and starvation at the hands of the occupying Japanese, my heart frozen ever since. So why come back? The sirens are wailing longer than usual, and a droning sound echoes. The door bursts open, and my armour erupts into the room. I eye the chopping knife in my old nanny's hand. Our hoe has been a constant presence for as long as I can remember. Yet never before have I seen her take a knife from the kitchen. Rocking from one foot to the other, our hoe drops the blade onto the table and wraps her arms around her starched white tunic. Too much airplane, she shrills. Too much airplane. Leaping up, I send my chair crashing to the floor. Hong Kong only has a few aeroplanes. Are these American or even Chinese? Not Japanese, though. That would be unthinkable. Gravel crunches in the front courtyard then footsteps scuffle in the hall. Strange at this time of the day, given that it's nearly lunchtime. My pulse hammers. A Japanese officer is standing in the doorway. Mama's face has frozen, eyes wide, lips pressed together, cheeks colourless. Our first encounter with the enemy face to face, and certainly not unexpected, yet terrifying all the same. Papa puts down his pipe, gets up from his armchair and glares at the officer. What can I do for you? You go scan the internment camp tomorrow, the Japanese man says, saliva spraying from his mouth as his tongue trips over the English words. All the things will be good. Plenty food. 
He fingers the sword hanging from his hip and smirks, his thin lips curling, but his eyes expressionless. I gape at him, trying to take in what he's just said. Stanley is a prison on the other side of the island where they usually send murderers. Why are they putting us there?